Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Okay, ladies and gents. So it is Thursday today, which is very late for us. Very, we very almost late, didn't yeah. think we were going to squeeze one in this week. We almost were didn't so squeeze one in. Tight. So tight for time. And, for time um, and other things that you get tight for. That was a bit tricky. But Thursday morning, ten o'clock, we thought, come Oosh. on, let's do it. I've just sent uh, just sent my lad off packing to Korea. I mean, it's quite scary, that's isn't it? a big deal. Tell them about the non-stop flight and the connecting flight. Well, I think he's got a flight now to China where he's got to connect in China and then go to Japan where he meets up with his girlfriend who is um, Korean and her family. And then they spend three days in Japan and then they fly to Korea and spend the rest of the time there and then he has to fly back. But stopping over in China is a, is big. It's probably quite what, scary, What airport it? is he stopping over at? I mean... Oh, like in, in the middle of China? In China. Um, I don't really know. I think it's I a major think one. It's not Shanghai or... I don't think so, no. No, it's not I'll that major. <laughs> That's too major. Because <laughs> we, were, we were thinking, mm. you know, are there going to be signs mm. in English? Like, is it going to be... Easy. Easy. But we, we're, we're a bit nervous, aren't we? Yes, and he's a bit nervous. So he's 17, Joel, and he just decided that he would go and see his girlfriend because she's gone back there. She's at university here. She's gone back there. And she just said, why don't you come out? So he said, could I go? And I was like, yeah, sure, let's work it out. You know, so he found the cheapest possible flights, obviously. So he didn't kind of screw me over. But actually, I'd rather have paid a bit extra and got him direct flights. And it wasn't that much to get him a direct it flight. Wasn't Bless really, him, no. and he's gone via China. No. I mean, and also, what a learning curve. I mean, oh, be so brave yeah. and so, so terrifying bloody, bloody and exciting. Yeah, yeah. All wrapped into <clears> one. <throat> So we left this morning, was, uh, looking a bit nervous, but um, we'll just stay in touch with him via the face, face, FaceTimes and WhatsApps and Instagrams and things like that. Mm. So I'm going to relax about that. He takes off at 12 o'clock today. It's currently 10 o'clock. So he's got a couple and of And I hours. was also really pleased that, you know, he's, he gave himself plenty of time, got yes, nice and Yes, he's been sensible about it. Yeah. So that's all good. Um, how are you? You saw your pill documentary last night. It's yes. screened. So that is being aired next week on Great. Thursday. So, so a, that a is promo this for it. week's podcast. Yes. Could you could give us a synopsis yes, I will. I'll of give it? You a synopsis so, you of it. so basically, after doing the menopause documentary, it came to light that, um, you know, we, we, we were spoken to by lots of young people about, well, when, when are you going to do something about the pill? And it was literally an outpouring. So many people were asking... <clears throat> And actually, it is quite funny, because when I think about it, I think um, hormones suit me. Like, mm-hmm. I don't... I, I've got on quite well with HRT, but HRT definitely isn't for everybody. Mm-hmm. I got on quite well with the pill. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I say in the documentary, I was very troubled in my teens. Mm-hmm. Whether any of that was exacerbated by hormones, well, yeah. or, by being on the pill, I don't know or mm-hmm. not. But I was a mess anyway. You know, it's mm-hmm. not like I was absolutely fine, and then I was a mess. I was a mess already. Yeah. And then later on in life, I've got on very well with the coil. Mm-hmm. 
So I have a coil fitted on, on the documentary, which I think was quite helpful for some people. Some people talked mm -hmm. to me about that afterwards. Other people said that was not their experience. Mm -hmm. I was very, very lucky because because it was being filmed. I did go, They we did pay for it, we mm -hmm. went privately, and we had Dame Leslie Regan fit it, and she's a very, very experienced seasoned gyne gynecologist. She's fitted thousands of them. And she's it a dame. Is, and she's a dame for fitting, you know, yeah. for marvellous fitting. No, she's a Playing dame for... Vaginas. I mean, she, this woman, Dame mm -hmm. Leslie Regan, is worth her Google. Mm -hmm. She is single-handedly... If we, we need to keep this woman safe at yeah. all costs because she is single-handedly doing amazing things mm -hmm. by lobbying and um, badgering government, and she'll do it with any future governments mm -hmm. to help <clears throat> women's health mm -hmm. get a higher priority within the government there was nobody looking at contraceptives mm. for women in the government there was nobody kind of thinking about it there was nobody thinking how can we i mean it's harder now to access contraception for women mm -hmm. than it was 10 years ago yeah and that is really I, silly i've got a theory about that yeah go on um and obviously you can laugh at my theory if you like but you know there seems to be a global shortage of people having babies mm. Um, do you think there's a, perhaps a conspiracy somewhere to say, let's not make it easier to not have babies? Let's not make it a greater choice. Why don't, we should be encouraging people I to think have children. That is a conspiracy theory. A, a false one. Yes. Okay. Can you have real conspiracy theories? Um, a conspiracy is when you conspire against somebody. So no, it could be you, a real you're, thing. You're it, having you're. If you are really conspiring against somebody, yeah. if then that is true. But, but I, you are, you've come up with a conspiracy theory. Yes, it is a theory. That isn't true. Could be, though, do you think? Yes, but the, then this is where a conspiracy theorist becomes frightening when they start thinking that mm. their conspiracy theory is it's fact. real. And well, it has not <clears throat> been proven. I, I was asking you because you have been making this documentary. That that do you think the there's thing. any no. incentives from any governments... No, no. Okay. but I do think, what I do think, having mm. spoken to a lot of young women, a massive problem for us mm -hmm. is that young women believe that they would be doing the planet a favour by not, not having, having children, children. Yes. which is categorically not the case. Yeah. And secondly, that young women are um, financially not... Uh, in a place often with sorry if you can hear an alarm going off yes, poor Sonny is trying to get out of, like, get out of the snooze zone <laughs> yeah. um, so if yeah. if mm. if a woman nowadays is you know more career driven you want to get out there and live your life yeah you're, you're, you're but this is my this is my theory I guess there's a lack of incentive for people to have children yes but that's nothing to do with whether but, they can access contraceptive. Governments aren't saying we're mm. not going to let girls access contraceptives so we have babies. But you could see there is a link between those two things, couldn't no. you? Because what, contraception stops you from having children. Yeah. But if you had less access to good contraception, there would be more children. Uh, yeah, which there yeah. are more. I mean, 45% of pregnancies mm. at the moment are unplanned. Unplanned. And one in four of those ends in a termination. Wow. It's really great that you get access to all this information, isn't it? And can I just say how good you are at spreading the information around? I mean, when you come in from a day's filming, you often tell me all about it. And then I always think, oh, like you're formulating what to say 
to a broader audience by bouncing it off me. But first. also, I really, I really think, want to tell you. Yeah, no, I realise that. But and, and I also don't... It's not like a, a critical observation. I like the fact that oh, you're good. thinking, oh, I want to tell more and yeah, more people sure, about sure. this. I'm going to talk to you about it and then formulate what I want to say. And then I see, like, 24 hours later... It does help. You've told people about it on Twitter and mm. Instagram and all the rest of it. So congratulations on doing yeah. that. Because so it, it, and, you know, I didn't... I actually didn't invite you mm. to this because I was so nervous. Yeah. And now I'm looking forward to watching it with you yeah, when it yeah, goes I'm out. Forward to so it's it Thursday, week. Channel Four, um, nine o'clock. Nine p.m. Yeah. Thursday um, and on Channel. Thursday 4, the eighth. So the eighth of, of June. June. So. Um, and if you miss it, don't worry, you can watch it. And it's quite catch- good for everybody to watch, oh. isn't it? I think this is the thing: is that it would be quite good for boys to watch. Absolutely. I mean, teenage boys. Yeah, and boys to understand what women go through. Yeah, yeah. That it is interesting, one of my first recommendations, in fact, is for a business that we talk to mm. on, um, on this uh, documentary, and it's because it is such a useful mm. platform that nobody really knows about because it hasn't had the marketing or the advertising yeah. spend yet. But mm. I was sat next to Yinka Bikini, who mm. was hosting the awards... Yinka Bikini's worth a Google as well. Mm. She is, her brother is in Ted Lasso. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> say no more. Mm. The Bikini family mm. are amazing. Um, but Yinka is one of my favorite female TV presenters. Mm-hmm. She's a very smart young woman who is just really, mm. really good at presenting. She's, she's clever, mm. she's cool, she's edgy, mm. um, but she's also mainstream. She's kind of slightly politically minded she's mm-hmm. she's just brilliant she's very yeah. very good anyway um That's it's what, called yeah. the lowdown what? this business that oh, i want okay. to recommend yeah, yeah. so on yeah. go google mm-hmm. um the lowdown and then if you if it comes up with some weird stuff type in pill after it okay and it will get you to the site so um on instagram it's called get the lowdown I'm going to find out what it is on... Oh, it is thelowdown.com. Mm-hmm. So it is how you find your contraceptive um, of choice. Okay. So basically, it's like the trip advisor for your vagina. Mm-hmm. It is... You type in um, all your kind of preferences. So if you want um, progesterone only, if you want the mixed, or if you just want acne... Yeah. Um, uh, solver yes. okay. or yeah, get yeah. rid of heavy periods yeah. or or it will ask your opinion do you want to bleed do you mm-hmm. want this da, da, da. so you can browse 5,000 plus reviews mm-hmm. and they're increasing all the time also I would like to say to anybody out there who's on the contraceptive pill or any kind of contraceptive if you are enjoying your method of contraceptive please go down to the Oh, go and, to the lowdown.com and review it yeah. on there because women need good reviews as much as bad. Yeah. We need to know mm. if people have enjoyed their experience of it as well. Yes, it's all they will recommend yeah. you a pill mm-hmm. so you can find your match. You can speak to a doctor mm-hmm. on there as well and pills will get delivered to your door. Really? Yes. <laughs> it's absolutely brilliant. Great. Um you can compare side effects. You can explore the combined pill. They've got loads of articles. Mm-hmm. They are mm-hmm. brilliant. The lowdown is the way forward in contraceptives. And I'm not paid to say this. I sound like I am. Mm-hmm. But I'm so evangelical about what they do that um, I'm going to shout about them from the highest rooftops. Get dot the dot lowdown on Insta as well. Very good. 
Um, I think because lots and lots of women listen to this show and probably less men, I can kind of imagine perhaps what's going through some people's minds, which is that why is it always women? Yeah. Um, but you, I don't know whether you can talk about it or not. You did stumble across a kind of male Yes. Well, what's really sad is yeah. we had so much good stuff to put in this documentary. Yeah. We were only allowed an hour, which is 45 minutes yeah. of TV time plus yes. ads. And we did interview mm. a guy, but in the end, it felt like it was a kind Shoe of add-on. Yeah. So, but there was uh, and is a male contraceptive mm. in um, the testing kind of zone, and they have been testing it. I think for five years already. It's got five, about five or six more years to go, mm. because obviously any new medicine has to go through rigorous yes um, testing before it goes human to the market, trials, yeah. human trials. So this, um, I interviewed a man who'd been using it for several years um, with his partner because his partner had had terrible side effects on the pill. She came off the pill because said she couldn't believe how much better she felt. Yeah. And her partner, long-term partner, mm-hmm. was like, look, we're not ready to have a baby yet, mm-hmm. so I'm happy to go on it. It was a mutual decision not to have mm. a child. And he said, I'm willing to take the burden. No side effects yeah. at all. Mm-hmm. It takes three months to work. It's a gel. And um, it, takes, it, on it, your skin. it takes three months to stop working. Okay. Um, and, it's and it's effective, but oh. also has no effect on your fertility. Mm. So he came off it three months later, they got pregnant, had a baby, oh, wow. and they chose when to have a baby. I mean, so I don't know what the other, like, it's how, hopeful, how it's going, it? but it is hopeful. Mm. And obviously, you know, as a mum of teenage girls, I would probably say, uh, you know, as, as a teenager in a nightclub, and you meet a man, don't trust him if he says he's on the male contraceptive. But, See, this is very interesting. But I think more men would take it than you realise. Yes, but yeah. you can't trust a man. He, he. I'm, I, listen. <laughs> yeah. you, think about yourself. Yeah, yes. What, no, no. When you were seventeen or eighteen, mm-hmm. what would you have done if you had the opportunity to have sex with a girl? Yeah. Would you have said anything to get her into bed? Uh, probably. But had there been a male contraception, I would have taken it in a heartbeat. Because um, probably is not good enough. Well, it's when hard, in it's terms hard, it's of you're hard, thinking about it's, it's, risk of having a baby, and you're the yes. one that has a baby, and you might never see that boy again. I would say male yeah. contraception is much more geared towards people in relationships. Yeah, I, I'd be really fascinated to see how that plays out because mm. certainly having been a man my whole life and a young man and, and, and an active man, let's say, um, I would have taken a contraceptive. All day long, non-stop, I, until I was ready to have a kid. I would like to say that I mm. do feel like sometimes your beautiful attitudes yeah, it's not towards women replicated. are not the mainstream. Yeah, yeah, maybe you're right, maybe you're right. But do you remember we watched that TV show called Exit? And yes. The, the, the guy had secretly had a vasectomy. Yes. And him and his wife were trying to get pregnant. Yes. And he basically just says, I'm not going to tell her I've had a vasectomy. We'll just... Yes. We'll just, and then she, she didn't gets... Want to give. And then she actually gets pregnant, yeah, which I thought was really good. Anyway... The point being is that's an example, I think, of, of a lot of men, is that they would take it but pretend they haven't taken it. But he was in a relationship. <laughs> he was also in a TV because show. Because he didn't want to have a baby. Yes. I think the own... The lots reason of men why don't want to have women, babies. Yeah, but not in a casual... You don't yeah. give a shit about having a baby in a casual fling. Oh, I think you do. But what it's terrifying. Ha- 
Yeah, but you, if you never see the girl again, if it's somebody you met in a nightclub and you don't get their number and it's... Oh, yeah, it'd still be terrifying that in 20 years' time you did a knock on the door and... A oh, I hadn't thought chav- about that. Chavvy turns up. Oh, I, did, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't think... I don't think young men are thinking about that either. I think they are. I think it's oh, like God, a ter- really terrifying thing, you know. Yeah. I mean, I do it feel sorry make for them... sperm donors, let's just... Oh, yes. We know somebody who's got 11 kids through sperm wow. donation. I can't wait to see this documentary. Thank you. And I think once we get more information about the male contraceptive, I would definitely like to put that out there for my yes. fellow I mean, male this will people. be, you know, obviously making the cut's going to go until we die. But yeah, yeah. Um, this be will whenever. be in, in five or six years' time. It's, it's a long way off, but they, it's, it is in the pipeline. For now, sure. on the subject of babies and yes. fertility and yes. stuff like that, I have been watching Clarkson's Farm this week with Sonny. <laughs> we watched a few episodes of it. And I really like it. I know there's lots Is it to, a new series? It's a new series, oh, yeah. Is it? There's lots to dislike about Clarkson, but I mean, I like the fact that he's an open book, really, and he's prepared to humiliate himself um, all the time by the looks of things. But he's obviously trying to run a farm. He's got some cattle on there, and he's got some young veal on there that's running about and keep escaping. I mean, one of the things that's quite interesting about it, and I can imagine lots of vegans and vegetarians watching this and feeling a bit heartbroken, is that they take these young cattle and they remove them from their mothers and put them in yeah, another field. Really... And that's quite brutal, but mm. they keep escaping to go and try and find their moms. Oh, no, you know, and that's, oh God, no. That's quite uh, oh, my sad, God. yeah. Um, anyway, oh. it, it, they do all the artificial insemination on these um, these calves, you know, to then produce more calves, because oh, he's trying to, to launch a restaurant, me. and he wants all the produce for the restaurant to come from the farm, you know. Oh. So it's a really nice, sustainable idea and all the rest of it. And mm. there's all sorts of opposition from the local towns. Lots of people hate Clarkson for all sorts of different mm. reasons. But anyway, he's in this kind of farm shop, which isn't, hey Sonny, um, which isn't a, a traditional farm shop. It sells farming goods, mm. like stuff for, you know, it's sick cattle and stuff yeah. like that. But he's looking for a very specific thing because he's artificially inseminated some cows. Yeah. And there is something called a mukol. No. Which instantly made me think of you. Mukol. <gasps> mukol. Davina Mukol. Exactly. Shut right? the front yeah. fucking door. But no, no, no. Moo call. Moo yeah. call. Yeah, yes, yeah. Davina okay. McCall. Now, do you know what this thing does? Calls them, calls the little cows back. No. It's like they're mummies. I know. No. 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 It doesn't do that. It's not horrible, but weirdly, it is up your straza. Oh, God. It's really good, isn't it? So you attach the moo call. I mean, I'm not recommending this unless you've got cows, obviously. You attach the moo call to the tail at the back by the vagina, and the moo call sends you a text when they're about to have the baby. How good's that? It's that so me. Imagine if a woman could walk around with the a mukul. thing... Uh, the mukul. next to her vagina. Yeah. So um, it, it obviously produces some stuff and the tail starts to do strange things when the baby's coming. So you as the farmer get a text on your phone that said, cow oh, number 698 is about to give my birth. My God, you this is amazing. Tractor, Isn't it brilliant? And the fact that it's called mukul. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, she has no idea that she... So I'm thinking for the next advertising opportunity, uh, if you were looking for an affiliation with a brand, I think the Davina Moo Call. That's so good. If we ever get a farm. That's so good. It's brilliant, isn't it? Oh my God. So it's a tricky recommendation, this one. So I'm going to lump the recommendation into Clarkson's Clarkson's Farm Farm, Season 2. Um, it was in the papers quite a lot, obviously, um, because he applied for permission to have a restaurant on the farm. 
and then he's got to go and meet all the locals who hate oh, him God. and who are opposing this whole thing. Oh, God. Um, and they don't let the cameras in, but he does keep his microphone on so you can hear oh, the, really? the questions. And they're quite aggressive with him, but he handles them very well. I mean, he's yeah. a seasoned pro Clarkson well, yeah. at talking to people. And yeah. he can make himself extremely likeable quite quickly. Mm. I, I see this with lots of people in that kind of media field that they, they do that very, very well. But well, um, does he win people over? He wins a lot of people over, does yeah. He? And, you know, he faces some quite stiff opposition. Nice T-shirt. Um, um, some stiff opposition. People yeah. are really angry with him about what he's done to the area and yeah. stuff like that. But what has he done to the area? Well, he's just brought in lots of tourism, which has knackered all the roads. It's a really oh. ugly car park. There's lots oh. of people come for the touristy aspect of Clarkson. Right. He's not a real farmer. These are real... Where is where is his farm? Uh, in the Cotswolds, I Let's think. go. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm joking. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'd like to. If he opens his restaurant, if he ever gets around to it or whatever, it'd be, it'd be fascinating to go. But us, along with thousands of other people, yes, are all tricked yeah, into this park. I, well, I was, people I was like being it. facetious, really. Yeah. But anyway, it's, it's oh a really God, good that's... show. But the Mookal thing... Really made me laugh. I did. I did watch a couple of episodes. I must yeah. say, even though I do find some of the things he says so hateful, but it's usually in a paper. Yeah. I did find Clarkson's farm funnier. Yes. Although some of it did feel a bit set up sometimes. Oh, it definitely. And is. I was like, because we oh, work in telly, we, we know. Um, but but it it was funny, and I actually really really love his mm. cast. Oh, Caleb like, as well. Oh, Caleb. But Caleb, fantastic. who's what's the name of the guy that? I can't understand a word. Yes, I can't remember his oh, name either. Oh, God, funny, he is so funny. Listen, what's really interesting, Michael, uh-huh. is that I've quickly got a bit of news for you with a recommendation, mm-hmm. also about babies. Okay. How oh, weird is that? Yeah, we've yeah. gone. We've yeah. got a theme to yeah. today's show. Mm-hmm. Um, Tessa Clemson, who I recommended mm. last week, I think. Mm-hmm. Tessa Clemson Yoga. Um, and I filmed with her for the pill documentary, mm-hmm. and um, she was pregnant, mm-hmm. and she's not pregnant anymore because because she had a baby boy. Congratulations! And what's really lovely because we had lots of chats about positive birth because mm-hmm. I enjoyed giving birth, and a bit like yes. on the pill on the lowdown. Mm-hmm. Um, very few people talk about their positive births, but everybody shares their nightmares. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And actually, it's really important mm. to say if you had a positive experience that you did. Mm. So I told Tessa about my amazing experience, and she'd had a fantastic first experience too. And she then sent me a very, very long, mm. gorgeous WhatsApp that made me cry, mm. telling me the story of her wonderful birth. Yeah. And she went to Blackburn Birth Centre. And if anybody on here knows anybody up north that would like to have um, as natural a birth as possible and they live within a kind of 30-minute radius of Blackburn Blackburn. Birth Centre, you know, do look it up. Um, Really good birth centres are so far and few between... Well, not really good. All Mm. birth centres are good. Yeah. Um, But... But there but are so f- well, there are so you few know. of them. Yeah, yeah. There are so few birth yeah. centres anymore because natural birth has kind of been demonised in yeah. some way. But if you want a natural birth and you, you this is mm-hmm. the way you want to go. Blackburn Birth Centre um, is the place it's to the go. And Tessa, yeah. um, congratulations! We're all yeah, congratulations. so made up this for you. Yeah. I'm really, really, really happy for you. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. I just want to give a little shout out to Mod Shoes and I think I talked oh, about them yeah. but my Mod Shoes turned up and even with a broken ankle yeah. I managed to squeeze them on my feet. Yeah, you did. You crowbarred <sighs> that broken ankle yeah, in did, there. Did, did, uh, yeah, so uh, I just wanted to give them another shout out because I'm just so happy. I, shoes are the thing for me that I love the most mm. probably. They make or break any outfit. You can mm. wear a slightly crappy outfit but banging pair of shoes. I've got to like, say they oof. are my favourite pair of shoes really? that you own. Yeah. Well, my Ziha Berlin's turn up this week, so uh, I'm gonna. Once they've turned we, we up, could, we need to have a modelling. Yes, thing, we'll do a and let's parade. post it on. I wanted to wait until I was out of this leg boot thing. Well, you can just stand there. Yeah, but I'd like to kind of waft around. You want to waft around? Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay, gotta, you, okay. Well, let's wait. Let's wait until wait you can waft, and, and then I'll do a whole I, shoe thing. I um, also um, just quickly wanted to say mm-hmm. congratulations to you. Oh yeah. You're in Harvey Nichols. Yes, the uh, MD London Blow and the MD London Straight is coming. Is coming. When? Uh, 23rd of June. <gasps> be this in, month? This month, yeah. Oh yeah. my God. So straighteners. Uh, oh and my God. Dryers. I'm genuinely really excited. Yeah, me too. I know, I know. So it's going very well in Harvey Nichols. So if you're interested in seeing the MD London Blow, you can go to any Harvey Nichols around the country. Yeah, because it's. Ha- where are they? Leeds? Well, I think Manchester, Edinburgh. Edinburgh, Dublin. Leeds, Manchester, and Liverpool, I think. Birmingham, Bristol, London. So that's a lot of stores. Dublin. Congratulations, Dublin. You're abroad. We're ab- we're international. We're in Dublin. International. Yeah, yeah. So that's great. Um, okay, so one other thing I stumbled across this week, which yes. I thought was great. Yeah. Have you ever heard of Odd Coffee? No. Okay. Odd Coffee is these guys that have made a coffee business out of all the kind of leftover coffee at coffee factories that just don't make it into the pods. Not because it's bad, but you know, like it just falls out the machine or it's Has left it on in the, the bottom floor? Of I don't believe it's been on the floor. It is literally just the excess coffee that doesn't make it into the pods. I mean, it's pods. like odd, odd veg. You know, you can get an odd box exactly. of weirdly shaped Exactly vegetables. that. Okay, it the stuff that gets, it. it doesn't make the cut. And what might happen is some coffee it might... Means con- the wrong size. Some coffees might get contaminated with other coffees, so you can't put it in any particular range of coffee. Oh, that's clever. Yes, I totally do. Um, So there's this company I stumbled across called Odd Coffee. Now, I'm always looking for... Have you tried it? uh, No. Um, But um, let me just find uh, the the blurb for you because I was pretty... Impressed. Impressed with the Mm. whole thing. Can we just say to all brands, I I know our regular listeners... Um, do appreciate this. You have to have our story on your website. You yeah. have to. It's the law. So these are two chaps here called Lawrence and Harrison. During the first lockdown, we were living with each other in London and toyed with the idea of roasting some coffee as one of those weird lockdown projects. We then found ourselves researching and came to learn that there was a considerable waste in the coffee industry. So they've taken all this waste 
and packaged it into odd coffee pots. So you can buy a hundred Nespresso coffee pods and they're all random or a mixture of coffees. Oh, I see. So it's not your their own coffee. It's like just no. They go to all the coffee houses. So whether just it go, be give us your Starbucks, what, all, all the wastes, odds and sods, we'll package it up, sell it. Obviously, a lot cheaper than you would buy an espresso pod for because it's a bit. But you Russian don't know roulette. what you you don't know what you're going to get. You could be buzzing yeah. for ten hours. So um, the story oh, so God, far: our coffee fun. roaster donated a pallet of uh, dented coffee pods to our fourth floor. Um, a flat in Greenwich that they couldn't sell. So it might be a dented coffee pod. There's coffee in there that's completely valuable. Oh, my God. But the coffee pod's dented, so they can't sell it, right? Um, Our little living room uh, smelt fantastic and was covered in coffee as we sorted through 30,000 pods. Holy shit, this is a great story. Yeah, it's great, isn't it? Uh, Facebook Marketplace and started packing pods into boxes of 100. Inquiries flew in before we knew it were delivering to pods. Um, by hand on our push bikes. Oh, uh, wow, in lockdown. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, this is great. We sold all the dented pods to like-minded people who loved great coffee and wanted to make positive change in the world. So it's super sustainable That's and all the so rest of it. so nice. But, um, so let me just, uh, I'll just show you here. So you've got uh, the shop here. Yeah. Uh, and then you've got rescued Nespresso compatible oh, pods. Oh, listen, this is so brilliant. And then pads. Or you've got rescue coffee beans. And I love the it. fact that they call it rescue. Yeah, yeah, it's good, isn't it? Oh, so wow. It looks a, very like the grind box, yeah, doesn't yeah. it? So you get the grind box and there's a hundred random pods in there. So you can choose a lucky wow. dip, an intense dip, so probably very strong coffee. The flavoured dip, where I'm guessing... I, I, I think we'd like that. Or the decaf, the decaf dip. Now, if you subscribe to this... You get 100 pods for 22 quid. That's Wow! That's 22p a coffee. That's amazing! Nespresso's about 50p yes. a pod. Your one-time purchase is 27.99, but if you want to subscribe, then it's 22 quid for 100 pods. But that's wow, pretty good, isn't I it? think that's brilliant. So I, 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 like, I like different coffees. I mean, I love grind. We have grind I like and we the still softness get it. And it's of a, grind, it is I have really to nice. say. I, the flavour of it, I miss when I'm away. But some days, I want something Hit. else. Yeah, mm. I want to hit something else. So we we've should got, get. We've got the Sage coffee machine that you mm. bought me for me. Did you mm. get me for my birthday yeah. last year? Yeah. So I do like that. And I found a brilliant Italian coffee bean um, in Tunbridge Wells. That what is, is it? Knockout. It's from that Italian deli. Oh, I don't oh. know. But wow, I'll take a yeah. picture of it and post yeah. that. But I do like sometimes just oh, fancy something else or a lucky dip or something. Mm. So I'll get a box of this and we'll give it a whirl. Um, because, yeah, some mornings I just fancy my palate fancies something yeah. something a bit different. Mm. Um, but anyway, uh, it's called, let me just find it again, oddcoffee.com. And you subscribe and they ship it out. And there's beans, there's ground uh, ground coffee, and there's Nespresso pods. And there's yeah. various options about what you can buy there. Yeah. Um, rescue Nestle, uh, Nespresso compatible. And there's pods. Rescue whole bean coffee. Rescue freshly ground coffee shop and all the information you want about it. But... I want to say congratulations to those two lads because I, a bit like them, have started a company since since lockdown. And, and it's hard. Well, it, it's fascinating. It's mm. a fascinating, scary journey. Mm. But um, I just want them to know they're not alone. Oh, and for me Michael. to know that I'm not alone. That's so uh, nice. And I will be purchasing some odd coffee. That is we'll so nice. Yeah, it's a good recommendation, that yeah, one, isn't so it? so good. Before we go to... You look up um, listeners' recommendations okay. now. Because I would like to talk about us watching Fargo. Oh, Fargo, Because forgot, it's a very, yeah. very, very old film. It's from the late 1990s. 96. 96. It's really old. A very young Francis McDormand in yeah. it. And William, um, H. Macy. And, and William H. Macy. And I didn't realise that they were married. I learned that when mm. I was watching it with you. You told me that. Yeah. But 
Fargo the series obviously is brilliant with Martin Freeman, but um, Fargo the film is an absolute. Joel Cohen directed it. Yes, an absolutely brilliant. I love the Cohen brothers. Yeah, um, and it has got so many people from the Big Lebowski in it. Mm. Um, but just everything about it, the way that it's shot, it's brilliant. The um, script in it is brilliant. The accents are amazing. The acting oh, is second yeah. to none. It is an absolutely 10-star movie from me. I, mm. I went and rated it on IMDb what immediately. What is it? 8.3? 8.3, 8.1 maybe. But it's... Can it's, I tell you, it falls into the golden category. It's 1 hour 34 yeah. in 8.3. And I, I hadn't seen it since it came out. Okay. Um, I'd, I'd only seen it the once mm. and I was like is it can it possibly be as good as I remember because often I go back to a film yeah. that's nostalgic for me and I go back and watch it again and it's not as good no but the other thing I have to talk about very quickly before we go that everybody has to watch is still the Michael J. Fox documentary oh. it should we talk should we talk about this? yes yeah yeah okay it's it's a it's me, a it's a game changer I mean I've always loved Michael J Fox I am of an age where I saw all of his films his films had a completely you know enormous impact on me although I didn't realise how prolific he was Mm. later on in his life and with Spin City and all that yeah and but also yes Mm. that he had Parkinson's then I just Mm. had no idea that when he came out as having Parkinson's he'd already had it for seven years fuck no and um, but the documentary maker, what is the name of the man that made the documentary? Because the way that he pieced together all of the old footage of Michael's films and TV sitcoms and and told the narrative using that Through was that. extraordinary. It was good, wasn't it? Yeah, it's called uh, Davis Gutterheim. Gutterheim, that's yeah. it. Davis Gutterheim. Um, yeah, and anyone our age, I guess, or roughly oh. around fifty, will remember just how adorable Michael J. Mm. Fox was. Uh, and how lucky he got, obviously, by getting the Spielberg movie. Because I don't even know that. how hard you know, he worked they, to they'd get sh- there. They shot know. a whole third of the movie yes. with somebody else I didn't know that until uh, I saw Martin the documentary. Fly. Yeah. And then the, the director just said, this just is not working. You know, can we get Michael J. Fox? And, and he was already on Family Ties. Yeah. And they didn't want to let him go. So Spielberg he was working day sent, and yeah. night. Spielberg had sent the script to the Family Ties people and they'd sat on it for a while. But in the end, I think they just said, do you know what? If you can shoot at night, and when you watch um, Back to the Future, you'll notice a lot of the scenes are shot at, at night. night. And it's because he was working all day on Family Absolutely Ties. Absolutely insane. He worked non-stop. And you know what yeah. I loved was Family yeah. Ties was going to be about the couple. Yeah. And it, and and it ended, up, ended up totally being about mm. him because everybody just responded to him so yeah. well. And it is a classic case of just don't give up. Yeah. He had kind of six months mm. of money left in LA. Yeah. Well, no, not even. He'd sold all his furniture. Mm. He'd sold everything. Yeah. And then he got this audition. Um, if you're interested in watching anything with Michael J. Fox in more recently, there's an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. You can just Google it. But Larry David rents an apartment underneath uh, Michael J. Fox in New York. And, of course, all he can hear is him banging around upstairs. And he keeps complaining because uh, Michael J. Fox has got these huge shoes on. And he says, well, all the noise upstairs, you know. And he's going, Parkinson's, Larry. I've got Parkinson's. He's like... Is it Parkinson's though, or is it them big shoes? And he goes Parkinson's, you know. And the whole thing is themed to that all the way through it. But and it's just also, it's so good to see Michael J. Fox on screen again, the good wife. acting and making. Yeah, oh, he's of fantastic in the good wife mm. um, uh, with um, Julia mm. Margolis in it, and um, he plays a lawyer who's got Parkinson's and 
he's very hard to beat because the judges and the jury always feel sorry mm. for him and he absolutely yeah, milks nails that it. fact. It's brilliant. It's another dream. It's 1 hour 35, 8.2. It's on Apple TV. It's a very still, nice, still. easy watch. Yeah, it's called Still, a Michael J. Fox movie. And, um, I, you know, a few people say it's a bit sad, but I it's actually oh, don't feel no. sad about it, although we did cry a little bit. But I think that's more to do with his family when you see all of them together. There's something so rich and warm about that and i felt like so proud of mm. him not proud that's the wrong word mm. but so in awe and yeah. i love him so much yes. at the end of extremely it extremely likable person extremely likable yeah. but also having known a few um parkinson sufferers yes. how long he has staved it off for yeah. which is no mean feat mm, well you learned quite and a lot about work, Parkinson's from the watching work it that well. he has to do on himself in yeah. order to keep himself mobile mm. I just want to say because it feels relevant to do it now the final episode of Succession I yes you've got to night. talk about that now so no spoilers no, no spoilers but I would definitely listen to uh, Jeff and Sarah's uh, podcast this week Firecrotch and Norm Corkers guess who the add-on is their guest no no Jesse Armstrong <gasps> who was the creator and writer of Succession. No! And they did a live (laughs) one in a theatre. Yeah, they did a live one in a theatre. So um, there's something really great about being able to go somewhere to discuss it and listen to other people talk about it. Because the final episode, season finales are often tricky. You know, I remember the Mad Men season finale. I felt but this isn't just a season finale, this is a series. Uh, it's a series finale, it? you're absolutely right. But I think it's brilliant, actually. It's very rare that you leave satisfied. Yes. I can't quite believe the outcome either. Yes. It knocked me for six. I really didn't see it coming. I, I, I came into the kitchen and you were sat on the coffee table with your nose Pressed about one the- <laughs> inch away from the screen. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, oh, have you done that serious documentary about women and their fertility? Yeah, but I'm just watching Succession, so you're just going to have to wait. Um, uh, God, it's so good. So um, if you've not watched Succession, I would definitely give it a go from beginning to end. Um, But the final episode was great, and I just wanted to say well done to everybody on that, but also to Jeff and Sarah for making such a brilliant podcast. Well done, Jeff and Sarah, and what a scoop. So let's do a few uh, shout-outs here. First one is from Marie Smale, I think, S M. A-L-E. Um, and she says, hello, I've just finished a fabulous documentary series on the BBC iPlayer and I think you'd be interested in it. Once upon a time in Northern Ireland, our generation grew up aware but not massively affected by the troubles unless you lived there. I think this doc is really brilliantly done by the BBC. I highly recommend it. Thank you, uh, Marie, because I love the uh, anything... I mean, it sounds a bit weird to say I love it, but I love anything about the troubles because I, I don't know enough about it. Yes. And it's such a complex issue that I just want information all the time about it. So that yes. sounds great. Once Upon a Time in Northern Ireland on the BBC iPlayer from Marie Smell. Thank you very much indeed, Marie. It's very, very great. This is Lisa Cadman. She says, hi, guys. I have a film recommendation for you. It's on Amazon Prime, rates 7.5 on IMDb, and is 115 minutes long. It's called Air. It's about how oh, Nike got Michael yes. Jordan. <laughs> God, oh, we'd forgotten all about so we watched this. No, we'd, I was going to save that. You, save yeah. We're going to save this for next week, Lisa Cadman, but I'm going to read out your message. Uh, Michael Jordan and how the Air Jordan shoes came about. I really think Michael will enjoy this. As he recommended the documentary about Michael Jordan on the previous podcast. It's got a great cast. Ben Affleck, Matt Damon, Jason Bateman, Viola Davis, Chris Rock. Love you guys and love the pod. Can I say, Lisa, we watched this um, probably about five or six days ago. And God, it's a so, great story, so good. isn't it? 
Uh, and I went onto YouTube and found loads of interviews with Michael Jordan as well uh, soon after that when he was at his, fa- his fame on like uh, the Late Late Show and Letterman and stuff like that. So it was really good. What I would say to people is that, first of all, it should get more than 7.5 on IMDb. I think it's worth more than that. But the other thing is, if you've not seen The Last Dance, it is probably worth watching The Last Dance before you watch this film mm. because it just gives you some idea. If you of, don't, Mike, of Michael Jordan. The scale yeah, yeah, and the yeah, power yeah. of Michael yeah, Jordan. He yeah. literally changed the but world. But the numbers oh, at the end. Yeah, yeah, but the, also, I had no idea how... I guess when you're talking about multi-million pound corporations, we are now so much more diverse as nations than we were in the 70s. When you look at Mm. the vast majority of the people that work at those companies, they're all white middle-aged men. Uh, You know, all white... Yeah, yeah, yeah middle-aged. I would say middle-aged men. Men. You know, very few women, very few people of Mm. colour. And I just thought it was... That, to me, was like, oh, wow, it's quite kind of jarring. And there they are trying to get all these young black sportsmen to wear their trainers, but they're white middle-aged men. And how they had a kind of token black man. Not a token black man, because he was clearly very good at his job, but that guy that was like... Chris Rock. He was kind of sent in... Not Chris Rock. Not Chris Rock. It was the guy that was in um, The Fifth Element. I can't remember his name. But anyway, he... Chris Tucker. Chris Tucker, well done. He was sort of sent in to... Yeah, yeah. um, I, I, it was just I found that side of it really fascinating so I mean good, I guess it? we've talked about it now yeah yeah it um, was really really good but yeah Air is um, is a great film directed by Ben Affleck um, yes very okay. very good let's have a little walk here good book review Confessions of a 40 something uh, fuck up by Alexandra Potter OMG best book I've read all year apart from menopausing ha <laughs> 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 um, great summer read for anyone in their 40s going through life breakups self-doubt and questions and everybody else's life perfect for your podcast and um, thank you Suzanne Ann she's called Suzanne Ann that's quite good isn't it that's Suzanne that's so Anne. good yeah um, so it's called Confessions of a 40 something fuck up by Alexandra Potter that sounds brilliant Suzanne and thanks so much um, for that recommendation let's have one more from Kane Thompson. Do you want to read it out, actually? Yes, I do. Um, hi, Davina and Michael. Absolutely love the podcast. Love listening to it on my walks with my dog, Buzz, as in Lightyear. Um, <laughs> that's quite funny because you've called your dog Buzz as in Lightyear and I mm-hmm. I got my cats before we got together, but my cats, our cats now, mm-hmm. are called Sally and Boo as in um, Monsters, Inc. Yeah. I wonder Pixar. how many people have called I'm going to call their... it Pixar. Yeah, Pixar, yeah. Pixar. We recommendation for you. Oh, I love the accent, Kane, definitely. Once upon a time in Northern Ireland oh. on a BBC iPlayer. That's interesting. We oh, haven't done yeah, that already, God. have we? Yes, we somebody else has recommended but, it. But we haven't talked to Kane. It wasn't no, Kane, it, wasn't it was Kane. someone else. Yeah. Read it because so I think it I deserves think that's two, somebody, two, that's, two, yeah. that's somebody who listens to us and knows because you did say you want to learn more about Northern <sighs> well, yeah. Ireland, so that's fantastic. I know how much you two love Northern Ireland related things and this is just a great but sad documentary about the troubles and we are going to watch that yeah great this Thanks, week yeah. and yeah review it and review it yeah we'll do a little recommendation on great. It. that's fantastic thank you so much Kane that's great so and um, this is from uh, Denise Bellingy I think is that Bellingy or Bellingy yes we look at her picture click on her picture oh my god we, we know, know Denise. Denise she was the PR yes. from the jump she's amazing so it says hey both it's den i like den, I like obviously yeah, yeah. uh pr um x channel 4 the jump oh, uk God, tv she the, Dabina. She's the, the Dabina hour 
Yeah, that, of course. It was, yeah, the, yeah. it was one of my greatest shows that no one watched. It's very nice to hear from you, Denise. Uh, it says, mad love to you both. Um, I have an amazing friend called Sam Bunch. Great name. Uh, she's written two books, Conversations with 100 Women and Then 100 Men. I'd love to get a light Ooh, shining on these. That's interesting. Yeah, if you're interested, I can always DM you. Yes. Uh, yes. DM us. Um, but let's have a quick look at this. Um, uh, oh, men talk. Give and... them half the chance. Oh, do you know what this slightly reminds me of? Please don't judge me, anybody. But mm-hmm. Nancy Friday, who's mm-hmm. an erotic novelist, Nancy Friday wrote Met. Men, men in love, I think, and it was about men's sexual fantasies. God, it was so Jesus. interesting. Dark. Well, it's so different to women's sexual fantasies. Mm. Um, and she's done a she's done a woman's one and a men's one. It's a book from the seventies. I saw it okay. on someone's mm. someone's, and then I bought a copy of both. Okay, um, it's it's interesting. Yeah, but men talk and women talk. Mm. You know, we. You you can never tell us that we're the same. Yeah, we yeah. are not the same. We are gloriously different. I have a friend of mine who's a barber called Tom Chapman, uh, and he wrote a book called How to Listen So Men Will Talk. Um, because <gasps> barbers obviously just sit with men all day, every day, <gasps> eight to ten people a day, and you do learn this ability to draw conversation out of men. I've never thought about the fact way. that barbers do that too. Yes, I mean, the haircut is probably only about 30% of why men go to a barber. Wow. They go, you know, like there's lots of women's spaces, essentially. Yes. And they're protected, rightly so. Yes. There are very few male spaces, I would say, that aren't really aggressive or get a bit edgy. Yes. When you think about going to a football match, you'd say, well, it's predominantly a male space. Yes, Actually, but it's it is edgy. It's edgy and you're always on guard. And Something, going to a barbershop is largely where men safe. go or, you know, young boys. Or, and mm. and it, it's got a certain freedom about it for men. You can sometimes get a beer there, but you get a haircut, but you get men chat. And it can be about perhaps your hair thinning or it can be about money or it can be about sex or Mm. it's largely male talk Mm. and there's something very nice about that but he wrote a book about trying to get men to talk a bit more because i think that's a a brilliant idea i wonder if um male barbers are like more male because i feel like one of your greatest attributes Mm -hmm. is that even though you have two sons you are unbelievably attuned to your feminine Mm. side and that's because you spend so much time with, with women, women. Yeah. That I wonder if men are attuned to their male side because they spend so, so much time. time barbers, you know. Yeah, yeah. Getting yes, men's hair, possibly. like. Yeah, I mean, it was a very. There was something that happened around that whole Peaky Blinders explosion yes. where these barbershops became very really kind of cool, but really inviting and, yeah. and very male yeah. heavy. You know, it was all like burnt wood and old That's scaffolding so poles. And lots of male things in there. Yeah. And it's all to do with shaving and beards and yeah, beards, masculinity, yeah. you know. Well, you even go to a barber to get your beard done. Yeah, yeah absolutely. People yeah. Go and just go and get a face massage and stuff wow. like that. So anyway, um, it was Tom Chapman, How to Listen So Men Will Talk. Um, That's but, great. Um, it, did, it did very, very well. So um, anyway. God, we'll, so many recommendations there yeah, at the end. Good one, isn't it? Yeah. Um, all right, take it easy. Have a lovely day. I'm talking to my girlfriend at this point. And everybody else, I'm going to talk to you now. Take it easy. Have a lovely day. <laughs> I've lost the plot. Bye. See ya. Support comes from ServiceNow, the AI platform for business transformation. You've heard the hype around AI. The truth is, AI is only as powerful as the platform it's built into. ServiceNow is the platform that puts AI to work for people across your business. 
removing friction and frustration for your employees, supercharging productivity for your developers, providing intelligent tools for your service agents to make customers happier. All built into a single platform you can use right now. That's why the world works with ServiceNow. Visit servicenow.com slash AI for people to learn more.